What's up? What's up, Snackcast? Kevin, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So today, I came across a really cool um, Twitter thread. Okay. And the guy spoke to um, the USDA and the um, Dietary Guidelines for Americans, as mm-hmm. authored by the USDA. Um, and they they talk about nutrient density in foods. Okay. Right? And he, he kind of says, hey, what's their definition of nutrient density? And, and we should know that, right? Okay. So I'm going to read to you what their definition of nutrient density is, and then we'll kind of dig into the weeds of, of part of his Twitter thread. Okay. Um, so first, let's give a shout out to, to that guy. We don't know him. Um, his name is Peter Ballerstedt. Um, nice. Assuming his Twitter name is his real name. Okay. But we do know his handle is at grass-based. So okay. um, it was really kind of interesting. I see a theme here. Yeah. Yeah. You probably know where this is going. Trust your government. <laughs> right. So let's give you first their um, their actual definition of what nutrient density. This is the USDA. I mean, this is the USDA's. Right, Dietary Guidelines for Americas. You can find them, actually, at dietaryguidelines.gov. Sweet. So you can go find all this stuff. Okay. So, their definition. Vegetables, fruits, whole grains, seafood, eggs, beans, peas, and lentils, unsalted nuts and seeds, fat-free and low-fat dairy products, and lean meats and poultry, when prepared with no or little added sugar, saturated fat, and sodium, are nutrient-dense foods. That's their definition. Okay. Right? Well, Mr. At Grass-Based pointed out a couple of their um, flaws, right? Mm -hmm. Even one of their own charts. And in the nutrient-dense category, they had vegetable oils, Mm -hmm. shredded wheat, Come on. It's sparkling water. Sparkling water. So sparkling water that comes in a bottle. That's processed. That's processed and put in plastics. Carbonated. Carbonated is worse for you than the water that you would pull out of a natural spring full of vitamins and minerals. Ding, ding, ding. Now, I'm not something a sparkling water expert. Odd. It's more like something that would be up your alley, I would guess, <laughs> right? But, you know, is Perrier naturally occurring? I don't know. Yeah, I have no Does idea. Does it come out of the ground with but, carbonation? I mean, shredded wheat? Yeah. Over meats and dairy and butters? Oh, you're cheating. You're getting in front of me here. Yeah, but... <laughs> so I'm not so buying it. In their list of not nutrient dense was you just rattled them off. Meats, dairy, and butter. Meats, dairy, and butter. Specifically on the meats, they do say um that low fat meats like seafood and poultry are good. But well, they're basically alienating beef, lamb. So big porterhouse, pork, prime rib, not not good for you. Right. Come on. I don't even want to say good for you. This is nutrient density here. Okay. So nutrient density means pound for pound, calorie for calorie. It's packed with goodness. That's what. That's kind of, I mean, I read you their definition, but yeah, that's kind of what they're getting at. For our audience and for my own purposes, 
supposed to be better for you. Supposed to be better for you. So let's talk about vegetable oils. What do we know about them? Uh, Cancer-causing garbage crap. We know that if you track or graph the use of vegetable oils, specifically soybean oil, Mm -hmm. against a graph of America's, um, we'll call it... Chronic disease, right? Chronic disease. It... That's the one that follows. Right. That, that kind of overlaps. Like it's we yeah. have we have to find that and post that one day because that's a you know on the uh, Instagram or Facebook. We need to do a whole thing on seed oils. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. It's um, uh oils, your vegetable oils are, are don't use them. Yeah, I mean they're you know, coconut oil, um olive oil. Olive oil's not bad for you. Yeah. It's a little you, processed, but it's much better than canola, sunflower, blah peanut. blah. blah. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I, 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 I just find it amazing that our, our government puts well, this stuff out there. Can I, can I go back to my little bit of uh, hypocrisy slash conspiracy theory here a little bit? Shredded, oh, I know, I know shredded wheat, vegetable oil, sparkling water. That just stinks of a lobby. Do any of them grow, grow out of the ground? Yeah, none of them grow out of the ground. Do any of them have to be refrigerated? Right. No. Do any of them spoil? Yeah, we wheat anymore. I mean, I don't know what they coat it with, but it just doesn't spoil. Yeah. You know? So. Whew, deep breath on this one, man. This is like. This yeah. This is another. So I, I think the point I would like to, to, to the audience to take away is. You know, we have a government body telling us what nutrient dense is. You got to always kind of ask yourself, okay, what's their definition of that? And what's it really mean? And is the information credible? I could bring on a thousand experts that would tell you that grass-fed beef is one of the most nutrient dense things that we can eat. And the DGA tells us. It's bad for us. Right. I, right. You know. So, anyways. All right. Do your homework. Check them out. Dietaryguidelines.gov. And um, uh, Mr. Peter. Peter Bowersett. At Grass Based on Grass-based. Twitter. Yep. It was a really cool read. So, that's it, guys. All right. Peace out. See you.